the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Your Discipleship Coach with Michael Smith. Each week, Michael uses his coaching expertise to encourage you to apply biblical truth to everyday life as you pursue Christ. Michael is a professional certified leadership, business, and life coach, serving as president of Professional Coach University, executive director of New Normal Coaching, and the lead pastor at Northwest Church. To learn more, visit yourdiscipleshipcoach.com, partnering with you to fulfill God's purpose in your life. Here's Michael. Thank you for tuning in today to Your Discipleship Coach, partnering with you to fulfill God's purpose in your life. I'm your host, Michael Smith, and I'm here to encourage you to apply biblical truth to everyday life as you pursue Christ. Today's episode is going to focus on how we as disciple makers can empower other believers. So we're calling today's episode Spiritual Empowerment. So get ready for a great episode. I'll have a friend with me in studio today who pastors a great church in Indiana, Living Hope Church. His name is Pastor Rick Cochran. We'll meet him during today's episode. As we begin a dialogue today about spiritual empowerment, I just want to share with you a little bit about some of the loves of my life. I love mentoring people. Like many of you who would listen today, mentoring makes a lot of sense. And for me, I like working with a mentor. I mean, if I can learn something from someone else's mistakes and experience rather than my own, that's a win. So mentoring is just that. It's sharing the experience the mistakes, the wins and accomplishments with someone else that you're mentoring. And it's a way that we can, quote unquote, pour in to someone else. We're giving away what we have. I love to mentor people, to pour in, to give away. And sometimes people take the advice I offer, sometimes they don't. And that's the way that mentoring works. But in addition to mentoring and pouring into others, I love coaching. Coaching sort of complements mentoring. It, it's not really pouring into someone, but it's pulling out what is already inside. It's pulling out the creativity to access something new. So when you coach and when you mentor, you both pour in, but you partner with someone to pour out. And when you link those together, in a lot of ways, it's it's development of other people. And this is where you would help someone reach their potential. That's what development is all about. It's, it's a partnering with someone so they can reach their potential. So as you're listening today, as we talk about spiritual empowerment, if I could boil down the entire concept into one word, it would be the word discipleship. And this is what I've given, given my life to. And discipleship, is when we help others pursue God's plan for their life. Discipleship is about helping someone know God and to be vulnerable enough that God knows them. 
Discipleship is about helping someone serve God and serve the mission that God has for their life. So I love mentoring. I love coaching. I love development. I love discipleship. But the reason is I love people. So as you're listening today and you're thinking, these are some of the things that I love and I want to help empower other people, then you can listen in today and and maybe take some nuggets away to help you do just that and empower other people in their spiritual life. I've been doing some research recently on the Apostle Paul's life and how he both served as a mentee and a mentor or someone that was discipled and a disciple maker. See, he had a relationship with Barnabas. Barnabas served as a mentor to Paul. And later on, Paul served as a mentor, if you will, to Timothy. But I want to talk just a little bit about about those relationships. See, Barnabas was a true mentor to Paul. He was a man that that was doing ministry, that the disciples and followers of the way acknowledged as a mature believer. He he sacrificed, he actually sold, the Bible talks about Barnabas who sold some of his property so he could give to other people in their time of need. It was much like it, the description in Acts chapter 2, verses, what is it, 42 to 47, how they sacrificed and gave. Barnabas continued to live out his faith in this way. And, and at one point, he sought out Paul, and he was connected with Paul, and he began to pour in to Paul about a generous lifestyle. Barnabas modeled this. He spoke it into Paul's life. But what's interesting is when they begin to journey together and, and, and spread the gospel and launch the church uh, as the church commenced, Barnabas, Barnabas gave Paul a safe place to rehearse ministry. You know, when I think about empowering people spiritually, it's a judgment-free zone. We become a safe uh, place, a safe partner to help people do ministry. Hey, you're listening today to Your Discipleship Coach, and we're talking about spiritual empowerment. Right now, we're talking about Barnabas, who could who could serve Paul as a mentor. And he, he actually released Paul to do ministry. It's fabulous when you read through the book of Acts, and, they, and, and Barnabas and Paul went out together, and yet at times, Barnabas just takes a back seat until there was a time that he had to step in and sort of flex that mentoring muscle. What's interesting, you might be aware that there was a man named John Mark, and Paul and Barnabas were talking about ministry, and Barnabas wanted to to keep John Mark on the team, and Paul sort of wanted to, to release him. And when Paul and Barnabas split ways, Barnabas kept John Mark. I think part of the reason is because Barnabas was a mentor. He was a disciple maker, and he continued to pour into John Mark, just like he had poured into Paul. But Paul models uh, the spiritual development of moving from a spiritual son of someone like Barnabas to a spiritual father as he, he invested in the lives of other people like, like Timothy and Silas. And I think it's also interesting as you read through the book of Luke and the book of Acts that Luke writes uh, the gospel as, as a reporter and he sort of gathers information about everything that Jesus was doing. 
But in Acts, he he actually writes as a companion of Paul. You'll read several places in the gospel, or in in Acts where Paul uses the language "we," talking about he and Paul and others that were there. What's interesting is is Paul invested in all of these people, but for some reason we we learn about his investment in Timothy. In fact, he writes these these two pastoral epistles, if you will, to his mentee Timothy. The idea here is that we continue to grow through relationship. So, so Paul received relationship and he gave relationship. What I learned is discipleship, all of us can learn this, is my process. It's me growing. Disciple makers spur on disciples. But discipleship is not designed to flourish apart from relationship. So we'll talk about this, and I'll do other episodes about this, but I'm in studio today with someone that has a life mission that centers around how to empower people. So a friend of mine is with me today. His name is Pastor Rick Cochran, and he's the lead pastor of Living Hope Church in Merrillville, Indiana. Hey, Pastor Rick, it's so great to have you in studio today. Wow, what an honor to sit here with the guru this morning. I'm <laughs> I'm blessed. Thanks for the invitation, Mike. Oh my goodness, for sure. And hey, I'd love for you just to share with with the listeners today a little bit about who you are and and what you do as you lead Living Hope Church. Yeah, I've uh, been in ministry now 25 years. Uh, pastoral ministry has been the consummate passion of my life. Uh, I have found myself uh, watching others who desired uh, maybe to be a missionary or evangelist or those things, but for me, it was always about leading the flock and leading the sheep. And so I'm honored to be able to do that at Living Hope Church. I've been there now two years. I pastored in Missouri for over the course of 20 years previous to that um, through school and various things. Been in ministry now 25 years. I'm a father of three and uh, a husband for 22 years. And she's still putting up with me. So <laughs> we're winning there. That's good. It's amazing to hear you talk about the experience of 25 years, but sort of the the newness of being somewhere for two years. How are things going at the church? Uh, things are going really well. We have uh, weathered the COVID era. In mm. fact, we've thrived through that. Our church is probably in a better position now than it was mm. previous to that. Um, and we have seen the leadership. We have seen the volunteers, the families really coalesce together uh, and step up, and we're running under a new banner, and God's doing great things, and I'm just proud to be a part of it. That's so great. I have some history with your church back in the early 90s, two consecutive summers, 92. Then again in 93, I served as an intern at the church. So it's just, wow, fast forward a few years later, it's so great to be sitting with you here today. That's an honor. Thank you. That's good. So, hey, today we're talking about uh, spiritual empowerment. If you can, just right before we go to break, can you just give me sort of, you have a statement that you shared with me that you sort of live by. Um, how would you just share that with my listeners today? Yeah, this personal mission statement has come alive in me in the last five or six years, but I exist to empower people in their purpose and in their potential. 
Well, I hope you heard that he exists to empower people in their purpose and in their potential. Hey, we're going to explore that a little deeper, and we're going to just kind of run an interview here right after break. So as people are listening now, I want you to stay tuned. And as we break, we're going to hear from our sponsors, but we'll be back. We're going to talk a little more about spiritual empowerment. Today in studio with me, we're going to interview Pastor Rick Cochran, who serves as the lead pastor of Living Hope Church in Merrillville, Indiana. So hang tight as we hear from our sponsors. Stay tuned. You're listening to Your Discipleship Coach today on AM 1160, Hope for Your Life. Staying tuned to your discipleship coach, partnering with you to fulfill God's purpose in your life. I'm Michael Smith here to encourage you to apply biblical truth to everyday life as you pursue Christ. And today we're talking about spiritual empowerment. A friend of mine is here with me in studio, Pastor Rick Cochran of Living Hope Church in Merrillville, Indiana. And we're going to talk a little bit about your mission statement. And it reminds me of how I've spent time with one of my staff pastors, his name is John, and I've really worked to empower him and give him some space and margin. So I'm going to see what I need to learn from you today to see how to do that better. So thank you so much, you know, and and to kind of kick us off, would you just reiterate your your mission statement sort of one more time? Yeah, absolutely. I exist to empower people in their purpose and their potential. That's so so fascinating to me. I th- three words really emerged from that. This word empower, the word purpose, <laughs> and the word potential. So I think just to get started, c- can you give us a high level, uh, you don't have to give us everything, but high level, what does that statement mean to you? I think you got to start with the I exist or we exist part. People jump right over and they want to get to the meat of the statement. But you have to realize, first and foremost, that you have a reason for being. There's a reason you're the leader. There's a reason you're the pastor. There's a reason you're the discipler. There's a reason you were put on this planet. And so you have to come into tune with understanding your purpose before you can empower anybody else in theirs. And so I would say it begins with knowing why you exist. And then for me, it's to empower people, which means to give them the keys, to give them the power, to give them the tools necessary for them to be successful, and then to tap into their purpose, which is their divine reason for existence. And then lastly, into their potential, which is their capacity, their ability Mm. to do something powerful, great, but maybe more than anything, something significant with their life, more than success, significance. And if I could do just one of those things, if I could do that for one person, empower them in their purpose and potential, then I will have fulfilled what God's called. That's so great. And thank you for helping those that listen in today, just to know that we all have a reason to exist and we all have... Uh, something that God can give to us. And I want to unpack sort of your statement today and and just kind of, can you broaden a little bit of your commentary on this word empowerment? What is what is that? Well, you know, we, we all have 
a living illustration with that walking in our pocket probably right now. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's sitting on the dashboard. Maybe it's uh, plugged in somewhere. But your cell phone is become this life support system for mm-hmm. us. It has our roadmaps. I uh, used one to get here today. It, it has our communications. It has our phone books that know all of our contacts. Uh, has our entertainment. It has our Bible probably. And that thing is such a powerful tool in our life. But without power to it, we find ourselves in a position of un inability to be able to use any of those things. Mm. And so what we can do is plug it into the power. Well, I don't know about you, but I find myself in a position walking around the office saying, who's got a charge cable? Who's got a cord (laughs) so I can plug in my phone uh, because uh, I was on TikTok too long and I burned up or uh, I was, no, what I mean. Are you really a TikTok uh, sensation? I I didn't know this about you. (laughs) Not a sensation at all, but I can scroll here and there. (laughs) But uh, if you don't have the juice, you Mm. can't move anywhere. Uh, Your Tesla doesn't run. And doesn't get you where you want to go unless that's been plugged in. And so as a pastor, as a mentor or a discipler, I want to give people the power to be successful. Mm -hmm. For me, it's kind of a twofold thing. It's empowering and releasing. Mm -hmm. A lot of times we get excited about empowering. We're like, yeah, I'm going to give you some tools or I'm going to give you a pep talk or I'm going to give you the motivation or the inspiration, the encouragement. But then we want to hold their hand and we want to keep them from going. But it's the release that's on the other side of the empowerment that gives them a chance to fly, gives them a chance to drive. And uh, we get worried because, well, they're just beginning or or maybe they're going to blow it. Maybe they're going to – yeah, maybe they are. Hmm. But there's a certain learning that happens by getting pushed out of that nest. What a great nugget here. You're listening to your discipleship coach as we talk about spiritual empowerment with my friend Rick Cochran, who's here, and just gave us a nugget that sometimes empowerment can be synonymous with releasing people in ministry. I love that. You know, one other word that that sort of emerged in your statement is this word purpose. Can you share a little more about that with those that are listening in today? This is such a passion for me is to help people discover that they were made on purpose, with purpose, and for a purpose. Mm. They're not an accident. God knew what he was doing. The circumstances that brought around their creation can be reduced to something natural, but we have to understand that God did it on purpose. And when we begin to realize that God, that we're his workmanship, that we are, uh, the NLT calls that We are his masterpiece. Mm. We are the work that God put, that he has put in work on us. We realize that we're not just here to take up space. We're not an accident. We're not a coincidence. But we are here to fulfill a purpose. We were made for a specific reason. And helping people discover that changes their life. We get lost in this idea of uh, behavior maintenance and management, and we mm. give people a list of rules. And, and now people are we're past the, the Old Testament Ten Commandments. But what I find is people want a new set of Ten Commandments, mm. like how, how far can I go with my girlfriend and it not be a sin? Or uh, how much dr- alcohol might I be allowed to drink and it still be okay? Or how many tattoos? We, they want new Ten Commandments. <laughs> but if we would empower people in their purpose, we don't have to give them long lists of things that they have to obey because if they're living for their purpose, they'll want to live according to God's way. I love that. And as you empower people for purpose, you're not creating a list of I'm allowed to do this. 
and not allowed to do that. But you're talking just about becoming all that God has designed for you to to become. You know, that kind of brings us to this word potential. And it's at the end of your statement. Kind of how does this word potential interact with with this missional statement that you live by? Well, going back to this idea that potential is capacity, it's the amount of space within you to accomplish something. And we all have different capacity, and we don't need to be judging what God's purpose and plan is for our life and our potential by looking at somebody else's. That's probably the biggest failure that Mm -hmm. we can fall into is comparison. Comparison always leads to depression. If we're comparing our life, our ministry, our purpose to somebody else, Mm -hmm. we're going to fall prey to being disappointed. Let's say that one more time. Uh, Comparison leads to depression. Wow, that's a pretty powerful statement. Yeah, it's when you're looking from your behind the scenes at Mm. somebody else's highlight reel, it's easy to fall into the Instagram trap Mm. that, you know, every picture on Instagram is fake. It's it's perfectly cropped. It's perfectly Mm. posed. It's got the right filter and everything looks perfect in their life. But what you can't see are the dirty dishes in the sink and the three (laughs) baskets of laundry on the couch. But you've seen everything cropped perfectly. And we're looking at our life in its undeveloped state Mm. at somebody else's finalized state and thinking, I'm not comparing, but you have a capacity of your own that you were created with a certain allow its talents, its abilities, its knowledge, its experiences that release in the proper combination of things to unlock the tumbler and walk into God's plan for your life. That's so great. And as you use the word potential to sort of unpack that thinking, it's not that we have to compare to others. But we have to tap into what is possible in our own life. Absolutely. That's so great. You know, I use this this sort of coaching model. I call it P equals P minus I. And it means the first P is performance. The next P is potential. And the I is interference. So the equation sounds like this. A person's performance equals their potential minus the interference in their life. And I think that's true even in our spiritual lives. I don't know if that resonates with you at all. Absolutely. The interference out there mm. is huge. Mm. The distraction, the the work of the enemy trying to talk people out of their, their existence or talk them out of what God has for them. Uh, maybe it's the shame of our past or it's regret of decisions that we've made or it's guilt that we carry with mm. us. These are all distractions. These are all that interference that keep us from getting to that end zone. They're the, they're the tackles, the blockers that are trying to keep you right. from making it to the end. And what we have to do is learn how to move away from those interferences so that the clear communication of our purpose gets there. What a great insight, and thank you. You've been listening here with my guest, Pastor Rick Cochran of Living Hope Church in Maryville, Indiana, and it just helps me want to ask you, are you curious to know if you are ready for coaching and maybe to be empowered spiritually? Just visit yourdiscipleshipcoach.com and take our free coaching readiness questionnaire. I'd love to hear from you. And please make sure to share Your Discipleship Coach on your social media platforms and follow our podcast. Thanks for listening today, today to Your Discipleship Coach, partnering with you to fulfill God's purpose in your life. Today's show has been brought to you by our sponsors, Heritage Counseling Center at heritagecounseling.com.
Chicago Indian Church at chicagoindianchurch.com, and Professional Coach University. Maximize your potential at Professional Coach University, where you can become a certified coach or invest in yourself through personal development opportunities. Just visit professionalcoachuniversity.com. Hey, Pastor Rick, thanks for being with me today. And I'll tell my listeners, I am for you. And God is for you. And if God is for you, who could be against you? You've been listening today on AM 1160, Hope for Your Life. Thank you for listening today to Your Discipleship Coach with Michael Smith. We hope you feel encouraged to apply biblical truth to everyday life as you pursue Christ. Be sure to follow Michael and Your Discipleship Coach on social media. You'll find the links at yourdiscipleshipcoach.com. And while you're there, you can click the Give Now button to support this show and to provide scholarships to pastors and Christian leaders to receive coaching. To learn more, visit yourdiscipleshipcoach.com. That's Your Discipleship Coach. Coach.com, partnering with you to fulfill God's purpose in your life. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.